ADHD and resilience. This friend I have on here right now, his name is Leo Guinan. What he does not know is that he is going to close this out. He is going to be the final one-on-one conversation that I will have. Leo is one of my closest friends. He has been a mentor, a supporter, and been there every step of the way for this podcast. This does not exist without him. And so it's only fitting that we close out one-on-ones with Leo Guinan. Leo, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me. Uh, you know, I, I've always loved everything that you're doing with this podcast and with everything. That's why I was so eager to jump in and help uh, anywhere I can. And uh, yeah, I, I'm honored to be the last one. Uh, we're going to close it out strong. And yep. this is just going to be a stepping stone to, uh, you know, season 100 here in, I don't know, a year and a half. <laughs> um, <laughs> It it has gone by pretty quick. Uh, two years with a hundred episodes plus, like that's that's a lot of <laughs> shit. Especially when you don't know what you're doing and you wear these. Uh, maybe by next season I'll have a microphone like you. Uh, these are going to be short and sweet. I explained to everyone else they're going to be three questions. The first question is: With your ADHD and your autism, what can you pinpoint as? some of the biggest weaknesses and i that's a change from what i would normally do (laughs) but i'm curious you know this is something that is uh you know i can't i'm constantly keeping this like at the front of my mind because one of the things that i found is that i will let my strengths compensate for my weaknesses in a way that I never actually address the weaknesses. And so one of the thing, one of the ways this manifests is, um, you know, I'm very good on like the, the technical side of things. And so it's very easy for me to just be like, oh, well, I'll just focus on the tech as I'm building something and just like neglect the other pieces, like, because I'm not as good at them. And so one of my weaknesses is that I'm really good at rationalizing away my weaknesses and being like, oh, I'll just like do the stuff I'm good at. Um, And what I found is that I really need to focus on these weaknesses at least enough to get them up to a certain level. They don't have to ever be great, but if I ever want to achieve the levels of success that I'm hoping for, I have to figure out how to actually confront those weaknesses um in good addition advice. <laughs> yeah. good advice because that's something i don't do i just don't address them <laughs> i try really hard not to um and it, again it's it's really easy to just rationalize it as like oh i don't need to worry about that because i'm just gonna worry right. about this other stuff um but in the end like that that holds me back because it's like i can just spin my wheels in kind of like doing the stuff that i'm good at and like never getting as far as I could if I just got like a little bit better at these other pieces, right? Like, and like, oh, well, maybe if I were just like slightly more organized, like this can take off or, you know, slightly better able to like adopt like standard practices as opposed to doing everything my own way, Um, which uh, let's be honest, it's probably all going to be my own way. Um, (laughs) But, you know, and that's actually... um, something that I found is that when it comes to addressing those weaknesses, if I do them in creative ways, I don't find it as painful as if I just said like, oh, I need to do this in the way that everybody suggests. It's like, 
actually, I can do a similar thing, but like do it over here. And so instead of doing the traditional marketing um, approaches and everything, it's like, hey, I'll start a YouTube channel and I'll get comfortable conveying ideas on screen in limited amounts of time. And all of a sudden, I now have a marketing skill set about being able to talk about things um, that I can use in other areas. And so if I can redirect that, um, you know, I, I tend to find that's really, really helpful in addressing those weaknesses. So that's fantastic. And the reason that that is fantastic is I want to go into this a little bit more is how much effort do you have to put in addressing weaknesses? Like how much emotional and physical, you know, energy does it take to address those things? And is it worth it? I found that the hardest piece for me is getting started because, and, you know, and this goes back to my, all of my advice about like, just post it and everything. Right. Because it's really easy to get caught up about all the stuff that, um, you know, all the reasons that like I suck at something right. and I hate being bad at stuff. Yeah. Um, but if I can let myself be bad at things at the beginning, I can get way better, way faster than most people because gotcha. I'm going to focus on that because being bad at stuff is, is painful. And so if I can make it easier, um, and, and you know, like that, that's been one of the hardest pieces. And, and like, I think with the YouTube channel, um, you know, starting off, it's like, oh my God, like, got to figure out how to like, you know, edit these videos or whatever and like put them together. And so the first ones I just kind of like slap together and then I'm like, okay, now I've got to like learn a bit about what I'm doing. And then it's like, oh, now I'll like throw in some like effects and like different ways. And right. then it's like, and so, you know, it's not even been like, four, maybe it's been about four weeks, I think from tomorrow since I launched the channel, but you can see like this definite evolution because like, I just need to know more about what I'm doing. Right. Because I don't like feeling like I have no idea of how, how to do this stuff. But once I get it started, that that's all I need. Like I, I yeah. can keep it going because that's when I start finding like the little rabbit holes of like, oh, like I wonder how I do this. And like, oh, maybe I can do this now and and all of that. So So that re-energizes you. Yeah, a, it does. a little bit. So your weaknesses actually energize you. Lobal Spark has started a fundraising effort for Crisis Text Line. We have a goal of $19 per episode, as $19 supports one person in their time of absolute crisis with their mental health. If you would like to donate through our fundraiser titled Lauren's Infinity, the link is listed in the episode's description. Lauren was my wife's best friend and loved by all who came into contact with her. To certain... if, I can, if I can start addressing them. But okay. it's like... I'm really good at like hiding my weaknesses from myself and being like, Oh, me too. Oh, like I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to ignore this box over here that right. says weaknesses on it and I'll pretend it doesn't exist. And then like, right. Um, and, and so that's kind of another thing that I like to do is I like to put myself in positions that my weaknesses can get pointed out to me. Um, and so like with the groups that I join and like, um, you know, so like doing the, um, customer learning lab with that like investment firm, like they were able to point out to me areas that I was weak. Um, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh yeah, like I could see those now. And now I can work on those and like 
tweak them. And then like, I put myself in this competition and all of a sudden, like, you know, I don't make the top, which I fully expected to win because I always expect to win. Right. And of course I didn't because it was like a ton of people. But then I also got to see like, okay, there's the top. That's where I need to be. Good. I've got a vision. I know what, what I've got to do. Hit the weaknesses, pull out the box, start going, okay, well, I need to do this, 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 this. <laughs> Just hit it running. I love it. So that that's actually incredible because what what you just described is a no pain, no gain scenario, which is, but how are you able to take that constructive criticism well? Because a lot of people with mental health issues don't take that well. And and that's like me and you, I'm fine with it. Like I'm fine. Someone saying like, you suck, you suck, you suck, you know, whatever, because I know I'm awesome. And you're the same way. But what about the person that can't take that very well? How, how, how do you? How do you? I'm not accepting it. I, I'm terrible at it. But oh, I've been terrible. doing it to myself okay. for three years. Um, Got it. Okay. At, at this point, <laughs> and, like, I've been putting myself in these situations, and I'll get told I suck, and that you know whatever. And it's like you've got to do this, this, and this. And I put myself into places where I could get that feedback knowing that it's going to be painful because at least that way I can kind of like prep myself for it. And it's not as painful. It, it's when it comes out of the blue and like in areas where I was like, I'm totally going to rock this. And like, and it comes yeah. back and it's like, no, none of none. What, what are you even doing? Like, no. So it, it's, it's painful. And there's still even that, like it's less painful and maybe not as actionable. Um, but if you could put yourself in a way where it's like, you're not getting direct feedback on like what you didn't do well, but you get to see that one, you aren't good enough. And two, you get to see what good enough looks like. Yeah. Um, and, and so when they publicly like have like the winners and you see the different people and like what they're doing and how right. they're successful. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, well now I know what I'm shooting for. Um, whereas beyond that, like it's, you know, but honestly, you just got to put yourself in that situation. And it's easier to do like when you have people you trust who can deliver that um, and even tell them like, hey, like, tell me what I need to hear. It's going to suck. I'm probably going to get upset by it. Yeah. But I need to hear it. Yeah. And if you could do that. Um, and then if you don't feel like doing that, the other option is to like find somebody who doesn't know you and is like their job is to tell you where you're not good at. And there's so many like free programs and communities and whatever, like no matter what you want to do, there's probably somewhere out there where you can put yourself in that situation. You just have to go find it. And most people won't because again, it's, it's painful, right? Like you don't want to hear where you're not good, but like, you know, if you put it from the standpoint of like the athlete, right? Like the athlete goes into practice trying to get as good as possible for the game that's coming up. And so that's why the coach is there to say, hey, you're not doing this right. I need you to adjust this. You know, the coach has those eyes on like yeah. where you need to improve. And you do it because you've got a bigger goal. You want right. to go out and win the game. You want to go out and win the championship. Where do I need to be to get there? Exactly. The only way to get there is through improvement. And you can only improve so much on your own because it's really hard to see from that exterior perspective, like where your blind spots are. Right. Like, as I said, it's really easy to freak yourself out and be like, oh, well, like, I don't have weaknesses here. Like, like they're just hidden in a box in the closet. But then the coach is like, what's this closet marked weaknesses? 
let's open that up and figure out what that is. That's that's amazing. I, I agree with all of that. Actually, uh, some some of the best coaches that I've been around in my life, whether it's been friends like you or a actual coach in sports, are the people that tell me you need to get better at this. And and I take it if I respect that person, I take it with a grain of salt and I work my ass off to get better. If I don't respect the person that provides the criticism or whatnot, that's when I my mental health starts to get a little bit like, well, you know, if I don't love you as a person, like I can't respect what you're <laughs> what you're putting you know for. I think that's a good thing, too, because it, it's that's the other side of it. Right. Like there's no shortage of places to be criticized online. Oh um, but yeah. most people like don't know you. They also have no idea what they're talking about. And right. so there's this idea of like seek criticism from people that you respect and who know what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, and nobody else matters. Anybody else? I love that. Them? We don't. We we don't need to listen to them. Um, I love it's that. Find the right sources to tell you where yeah. you suck and listen only to them because the rest of the people they yeah. don't have your best interest at heart. 100%. They don't actually care. They don't know what they're talking about. Fuck them. <laughs> so. That transitions really well into the next question, because what you just described your weaknesses are or how you handle your weaknesses with mental health is by seeking out and going through pain. That is what most people do naturally with mental health disorders, ADHD, autism, OCD, all of that, is they seek out the pain. They, they, it's almost like they want the pain and they want the pain because in your brain, you can't distinguish between pain and euphoria. That is the difference with people with ADHD and autism and, and all these things. It is if you're depressed, if you're down, your brain produces that same thing as if you're 100,000% euphoric. It's the same. Your brain can't tell the difference. And so while we transition into what are your strengths <laughs> with ADHD, with autism? I think you just described your strengths. As I asked you, what are your weaknesses? You could tell that I've interviewed, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, you know, like, oh, what are your biggest weaknesses? Yeah, well, yeah. I care too much. Yeah. Uh, it is time once again to give shout outs to the biggest supporters of this podcast. Without you, this does not take place. It just does not. So thank you, Leo Guinan. Here is another great supporter of this podcast that you are currently listening to. <laughs> I would also like to thank Terry Shubilla, Kirk Hofstrom, Casey Elliott, Sarah Delano, Justin Allingham, Blushing Crafter, Jamie Young, and Beth Jones. I love all of you very, very much. More than you could know. Um, and no. it's, cli it's a cliche thing, but we're tying it all together right now because I firmly believe that when people describe their weaknesses, it's always they describe them in a way that says, but I did this. It's I'm weak in this area, but. You know, uh, that's fascinating to me. Uh, that, that is a fascinating thing to me. <laughs> you know, I think that there there really is a lot to that. Um and you know, I think 
probably my my biggest strength at this point is my desire for self-awareness and um i'm not going to say my my self-awareness like i think it's it's pretty good compared to a lot of people because i've worked really hard at it but it's the fact that the thing that i want most in the world is be able to understand exactly where i'm at because when i understand exactly where i'm at i know exactly what i've got to do to get better and that means that i have full control over the future that i live because i can choose it's really easy to get a clouded view of where you're at and it's really easy to think oh I, i'm awesome and i'm great um and there, there that's there's some benefit in that but if you want to truly hit like the ultimate heights of greatness you've got to know exactly where you're at yeah and you've got to know exactly where you've got to improve because you know what everybody out there is, is competing for that top spot and it's tough and so if you really want to hit the ultimate heights which isn't for everybody. Um, if you don't want it, that's totally fine. Like no judgment there. I kind of wish I didn't at some point. It's it's at some points, <laughs> but you know that that's kind of the uh, the one thing that I've really focused a lot on. And, and the other one is like um, my ability to see super long t- term goals through. And so when I have this idea of like I want to be here, I will achieve it. I probably won't achieve it nearly as quickly as I think I will. Um, But when I have that idea, it's like, I'm I'm not going to give up on it. I'm going to keep hammering away at it. I'm going to keep trying different approaches. I'm going to keep getting better. And eventually I'm going to get there. And then it's on to the next one. And, um, you know, I'll stick to things a lot longer than most people. You keep pushing through on a lifetime basis but you are willing to quit on a project basis and, and so that's a great it, quote that is a phenomenal quote leo jesus christ <laughs> that, yeah. that, that, wow where did you pull that <laughs> that was like the best ever <laughs> well, I, I, I i've been you know this is the stuff that I, i've been working on and learning you know for like three years now. And again, if you look at like my success record, it's not good. Like I've had all sorts of things that have flopped, but on that long-term life thing, every single time I continue improving, I continue learning, I continue, I I, I keep moving forward. And that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm willing to cut my losses and throw shit away when I realize it's not working because at that point, it's just not serving my goals anymore. And so you need to be a resilient motherfucker i I think you could call it that um (laughs) you know uh in other words that might be familiar you know you got to know when to hold them know when to fold them uh know when to walk away know when to run it's a great song Um, it it is a fantastic song um i i do have one piece to argue with that says you never count your money when you're sitting at the table that is bullshit you always you always always know exactly how much money you have um, because you have to understand your positioning there. 100%. Um, but, uh, <laughs> that but yeah, hilarious. like that's the thing, right? Like, you know, you yeah. have to understand that your identity is not tied to the specific thing you're working on. And so as your identity keeps, continues to grow, you can drop pieces off. You can pull new pieces in. You don't need to have this static identity. That's like, I am this, this, and this, and that's it. 
because then when one of those leaves, you're like, oh, well, now, now who the fuck am I? Um, and right. it's that's that's what I kind of realized. Right. And so, like, I kind of threw everything away from the get go. Uh, and I, you know, I was like, well, I don't know who the hell I am, but I'm, I'm Leo and I'm here and I'm going to do shit and I'm going to see what happens. And um, just just continuing to push forward and continuing to get better, uh, continuing to learn and continuing to have fun. Like exactly all of that. It's all going to work out in the end. And I'm totally confident in what I'm doing. Maybe this, you know, new idea will work out. Maybe it won't, but it doesn't actually matter. It, something along the line will because. But you're still doing it. You're still, still doing, it. doing it. Like that's the definition of resilience, yeah. which I think that it's funny because speaking about this topic, you know, some people don't want to talk about how good they are. Some people don't. And, and I get that. And I've got to get better at learning where people's comfort level is. But it, it's so interesting when you ask someone what they struggle with. They always follow it up. If they have ADHD, autism, all those things, any mental health disorder, they always follow it up by saying, but I'm trying to get better at this or but I am doing this. There's always that but in there that makes them, their brain know that they are good. It's just that no one's fucking telling them the, the rest of the sentence. <laughs> and and that's, that, that's trick, what makes right? me so angry about a lot um, of it. It's, it. it's, they say, but I'm trying to do this. Well, when was the last time after someone said that, someone else came in and said, I love that shit. Right. That's um, so that, that that's kind of like my my biggest advice. And so th this is something that I, I see a lot of people focusing on. They they focus on the negatives and then they surround themselves with other people who focus on the negatives. And that creates this very what's the word? I, you know, I, I'm drawing a blank on the word I want to use because I think a lot of them have loaded connotations and I don't want to do that. But it's it ends up being a bad cycle. Right. And then it's like people give up control. It's like, yeah, OK, uh, this part sucks and I just have to deal with it and there's nothing I can do. And my whole thing is like, that's false. Every single thing that you struggle with, there are ways to overcome that. There are ways to compensate. You know, maybe it's medication. Maybe it's having the right people behind you. Maybe it's, yeah. you know, learning automation that can help like support you when when you're not whatever there, there's a million different ways and, and the trick is finding the pieces that work for you um but i think my my biggest advice to people who are struggling is don't worry about the weaknesses unless you're trying to figure out how to solve them yeah um 100 you know that's sometimes great... you don't need to worry about it you can't solve everything right um and, and focus on like one piece at a time yeah. If you're if you're struggling with something right now, like focus on that and say, okay, how can I get a little bit better in this area? What's one small step I can take? Momentum matters. Oh. And so if you can just take one step, you know, a little bit further, try one thing. Maybe it doesn't work. Fine. Try a different thing. Just focus on this one area. Yeah. Over time that compounds immensely. I love it. And all of a sudden you're able, you're like, oh yeah, like I've got all of these different struggles, but I've got all these systems in place, all these mechanisms. I found people who 
you know, are offering advice on like different things I can try. Um, and, and you'll find that you're, you're surrounding yourself with the right people too. And that matters so much. That's, if you're not able everything. to advance, look yep. at who you're surrounding yourself with hundred percent because you're probably surrounding yourself with the wrong people. Start adding in more positive people start, you know, seeking out content where just people that advice. care, just people like, that care, yeah, people who care, that, people who it. want to help. <laughs> right. Like, so it's not only just whether being positive or negative, it's just caring. Like you have said so many times, fucking care, care more than anyone else. That is a quote from you <laughs> in, the, in the episode with ready. I, I remember yeah. that, like that was a brilliant statement. <laughs> that's I mean, what we're that's, doing. That's, that's what the ultimate is. way to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there's is. a lot of noise out there and there, there's a lot of people who are in things for the wrong reasons. But if you care more than everybody involved, you'll stick with it longer. And all of that compounds, all of that, like, that's what people resonate with. Right. And when you put that in front of people, like you start pulling people in towards you. And maybe you're not pulling in a giant audience online. You don't need to. Yeah. Maybe you're, you're not pulling in the specific opportunities you want, but over time you're just going to find like oh wow like i've attracted all of these people to me based on what i care about because they also care about this thing and like you just create this gravity around you online and you know it attracts people over time and the fact the more people you have around you who understand how much you care and they understand how much they care that just continues to pull more and more people in and it becomes a very, very positive cycle um, that, that, that brings together a community and yeah. communities get shit done. Yes, they do. <laughs> and on that, on that note, last question is, can you pinpoint a time in your life where you were the most resilient you have ever been and why? I know the exact time Perfect. Um, because it was when I truly understood what resiliency meant. I thought that I was being super resilient when I quit my job and I launched my startup and I gave everything into it and I wasn't going to give up no matter what. And I thought that was what resiliency was. I didn't understand the true meaning of resiliency until I took a step back, realized this is not what I want out of life. I shut that startup down and I said, I'm going to start over again and figure out how I can do this in a way that resonates with what I want out of life. That was probably like the darkest place that I was in for a long time until I flipped on that light switch and I said, oh, now I get it like you've got to know like what to just shut down um and understand that the game is longer than any single project or thing you're doing or whatever it's 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 a lifetime and yeah. if you're putting so much into something and it's turning you into someone you don't want to be that's a great time to call it quits take yeah. a step back and say what do i want to do where do i want to go yeah. how can i do that What's that next step? And that's essentially me taking a break. I'm not, I haven't turned into someone I don't want to be, but I can see it in the future 
is if I were if I were to push this hard, this fast, more at this juncture, it's possible that I would turn into someone that that I don't want to be. So the analogy of the fireworks here, and the reason it does is because I'm not pouring water on it. I have built this fire bonfire into a massive <laughs> like thing. And I say massive, most people wouldn't agree with that, but I think it is because of the effect. Uh, anyone uh, who's uh, tried uh, to like, do it knows <laughs> it, how big it is. Cause it, like it, you only see the like ultimate survivors typically, right? You don't right. see all the people who tried and didn't get nearly this far. And I'll tell you, you know, something like 90% of podcasts don't make it past the first 10 episodes and you're here at a hundred. So just think about that for a second. Um, and uh, yeah, so we can start throwing gasoline on the fire. Like it, it's it's big enough for now. We could set off on the gas because we're starting to get trees involved nearby. Maybe it's a little something. <laughs> well, what um, happens is the flames will go down for a little bit when I take a break. So you won't be able to see the fire that much. The coals will remain so hot under the surface that no one will see. So that while they while they can't see the flames and all that kind of shit right now, it'll be okay. Just, we have built it so hot that all I have to do is grab one more log when I'm ready, throw it back on, and it burns instantly. And that is my yeah. entire strategy with this. It's like you go, you go, you go until you just you can't go anymore. But make sure that what you have established is so fucking rock solid that all you have to do is say, okay, I'm ready again. Let's go again. Let's go. I'm going to ask you, well, I am going to ask you one more question, actually. A question no one else has gotten uh, is, if you could ask me anything in the world, what would it be? Well, that's a good one. That was one I wasn't expecting. I know. Um, <laughs> hey, it's the last one, man. We got to... <laughs> With everything you've been able to do, with the community you've been able to pull around you, what's missing? What what part isn't there yet that, that you're you're wanting? It's a great one. Um, I would say that the one thing that I'm missing is is basically Lauren. <laughs> I I want to know. But from her, <laughs> like that, all of this is, you know, and I know I can't gain that, but there is an L on my shirt. My logo is an L. What the fuck do you think <laughs> Lauren starts with? <laughs> That's, that is how this all ties together. What's missing is the assurance that. I made a promise that I would always help and I'm doing that. But the assurance from her, like I want to hear her say it. And and that's it, which sucks because I know I can't, but one day I will be able to <laughs> one day. Uh, I, I'm a highly emotional person and, and that's, it's just, but it leads me in the right directions. Like it leads me to the right things. So uh, from everything I know, it, I'm going to tell you, that she's incredibly honored and surprised and happy with how everything has turned out. Yeah. Um, 
she's at peace and gets to to be the spectator to see what she be, what, what she ends up uh, being the spark for and that's yeah. you know it, it, as long as you're in someone's mind somewhere as long as you're um you know and, and you know there, there's a record and and this is this is the stuff that's going to be able to um last really forever at this point where we're getting into that realm of stuff and so i, I think from that standpoint um you've succeeded like leo i don't want anyone else closing this out with you okay well i'm gonna just hijack this here for a second and i'm gonna answer the question of what's one question i didn't ask you that you wished i did okay um, and uh, the question there is how has this podcast changed my trajectory um and i'm going to tell you if you go back and listen to my first episode you'll be able to hear someone who has maybe a bit of an idea not terribly confident my ability to speak in to a microphone and convey an idea is not anywhere near what it needed to be i didn't have people around me who really understood what i stood for or understood what i was trying to do or where i was going but since that first podcast i found an incredibly supportive community where i can just be myself every single week without fail i can come in i i can you know share what i'm thinking what i'm doing i can you know be in a place where i can help others you know we could talk about the things that are meaningful in a way that i can't do anywhere else and so from that initial dm to where i'm at now is very very much due to what you have built with this podcast with this community it's been incredibly stunning to witness it's been incredibly helpful to me as a person and it's just it's something that's going to inspire the world when they finally take notice and they will because you care long enough and and people do let they, they do see it they latch on yeah this Thank is a movement that is changing the world and you kicked it off all it takes is the and match all it takes all is it match. takes 